Hey, before we get started, wanted to say thanks to a couple sponsors that keep the show on the air. Physical Therapy and Balance Centers. They were created by PTs, especially for PTs in private practice. On average, a private practice who joins the physical network grows more than 40%. So if you're ready to discover how the largest network of PT private practice owners are growing and adapting to industry changes, visit physicalfranchise.com. That's F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L franchise.com. And our friends from MW Therapy, they want to know, hey, have your EMR costs grown out of control? Has your current EMR hit a wall? Or maybe it was invented in 2007 when smartphones weren't even a thing. There's a time for something better at times now. MW Therapy. Take a demo now at mwtherapy.com. That's mwtherapy.com, where switching over your EMR is easy. And our friends at CBDRX for you, your CBD store, get the ABCs of CBD at CBDRX4U.com. That's CBDRX, the number four, the letter U, dot com. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This is the PT Pinecast. Yes, this is my, this is my current vibe. I don't usually go live at 8 o'clock in the morning. I was not a morning radio guy. Because mornings didn't used to agree with me. And now I come out of bed hot. Good morning. I'm Jimmy McKay and this is PT Pinecast. I've not had a beer yet today. Probably not for a while. I have had an espresso. Um, No preparation went into this episode, so it's going to crash and burn or be the greatest ever. I feel like the, the latter. Uh, the title of this live stream right now and subsequent podcast episode is True Innovators Play Offense. And this came from several interactions over the last uh, couple of days about different projects, all different projects I'm working on. And I work in a really weird space. And I don't have a lot of people to bounce ideas and problems off of because I'm a weirdo. And I say that lovingly to myself, right? So <clears throat> my day job is I get to be the director of science communication for the Abilities Research Center. It's a rehab research lab with doctors, PTs, neuroscientists, all these crazy smart people who do stuff in and around rehab, right? So like I get to touch so many crazy projects there. And we got into this conversation in that world. And the world you know me as on this podcast is I'm a physical therapist who also has a podcast because I was a radio DJ. We'll get to the point. I always do. Um, and the idea here is is around innovation. Or, gosh, this is actually the opposite. I just wrote a thread on this on Twitter. So if you follow me on Twitter, at PT Pinecast, you'll get my thoughts in text form in a thread. But the idea around this thread and this, and this conversation is like, people love to talk about innovation, right? It's like, this is like a buzzword that people are throwing around a lot. We've got to be innovative. We've got to be innovative. And I just, I, I'm afraid that it is a buzzword for a lot of people. For innovators, innovators just innovate. They Ironically, innovators talk very little about innovating. They just go innovate. Go figure. So I love that it's in discussion, but I want to keep the momentum going. And here's why innovation, in my opinion, stops. I think we need to recognize the problem. We need to address the problem. And my boss at the Abilities Research Center did a great job of doing it. He did it in like two sentences. I took 47 tweets, but we both got there. So I think people love to talk about innovation. They love to talk about what 
they or someone else is doing, why they're doing it, how they're doing it. They love to talk about those things, the what, the why, and the how. They also love to call themselves innovators. They love to pat themselves on the back. That's cool. Like if you're innovating, like shout it out, man. Like let's come on a podcast episode. We'll talk about how you're innovative because that will make other people hear what you're doing and to be innovative. Great. I'm with you. But, but there is a huge problem right here that stops innovation. And I want to, I want to talk about that because I need you to avoid it. David also wrote a book on this called Hacking Health. Look at it on Amazon. Here's where it starts. People focus on how to innovate and how to be innovative. That's awesome. We already covered that. That's great. Here's where the here's where the devil comes in. Here's where the problem comes in. And I mentioned that David said it so well. I'm just going to steal some of his words because he like put in two sentences what I felt in my soul. David said, and I'll put it on the screen so you can see it too because I like to read along. Um, David tweeted this yesterday after we were having a conversation. And by conversation, Jimmy was complaining and he was nice enough to listen. So here is on the screen what David was uh, was smart enough to tweet. And th there's a lesson in this that I also was learning. The difference between an organization to choose to innovate versus not innovate is the difference between an organization wanting to advance their mission versus defend existing corporate territory. Yes, right? Like he summed it up. Like he, I bitched for 38 minutes with him on the phone and he was just kind of doing this. And then he tweeted that. And I was like, yeah, you boiled that down to, to like one sentence there, one idea. The difference between an organization choosing to innovate versus not innovate is the difference between an organization wanting to advance their mission or defend existing corporate territory. Follow him at Petrino Lab, P-U-T-R-I-N-O Lab. He does. That is one of a million great tweets. So keep in mind, like he has street cred on talking about this, recognizing this, because he listened to me bitch for 38 minutes and then was like, yep, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, this, is, this is a thing. Because he his, his job title is Director of Rehab Innovations, runs a rehab laboratory with lots of people in it. So he runs into this often. This is just Jimmy hitting this problem and being annoyed by it yesterday. So he knows that this happens and it happens often. Here's why it's a shame. Here's here's really why it's a shame. Not just because it annoys Jimmy, because Jimmy wants to go do all the cool things. I think it really, really, really is a shame because we really do need innovation. We really, really need innovation. We need it. We have to innovate our way out of all of our problems. We cannot go backwards. And it's a shame because on an organizational level, as David highlighted, if you're an organization that has these two things, the opportunity, to innovate and the resources to innovate. So you have the chance, like you have decided that these types of problems are my types of problems. So that's, an, and then you recognize, hey, there's a chance to innovate here. So you have an opportunity. It came along. Hey, you want to be, you said, chess beat. I am innovative. When, when, when the problem uh, shows up, we innovate. You said that. So now there is an opportunity and you have the resources. You hired people and you built teams that sit around and go, hey, when, there, when there's a problem that comes up in terms of we need to innovate our way out of this, um, we're going to solve it. So you had the opportunity and the resources to innovate, and you made a decision not to. And keep in mind, in I love this line. I, I forget who said it, but I'd love to give them credit. In, indecision is a decision. You have decided not to act. Yeah, right? just feels like that, like a mic drop. 
you decided not to act. And that is, in fact, a decision, right? And the reason this breaks my freaking heart is opportunities where you have an opportunity and the resources, right? Like to use an analogy, it's like the building's on fire across the street, opportunity, and you have four friends in a fire truck and you're the fire department. And you're like, you know what? Think we're going to let this one slide because what if, uh, you know, we get our fire truck dirty? What if we run out of water? I don't know, man. My head goes, let's find out. This is what you set. This is why you have the fire helmet and you've got the bunker gear and you got a halogen and an axe and you chose not to do it. I'm loving this new one right here. Yeah, right? It just feels, this is what I feel like in my soul. So this is heartbreaking because you decided to play and then I twisted it a little bit. I like I, I keyed on one of David's words in there um, when he said, uh, you know, the difference between an organization choosing to innovate versus not innovate is the difference between an organization wanting to advance their mission versus defend existing corporate territory. And this is where Jimmy, as a former uh, awful hockey player, I was like, ooh, defend. I like defend. So I was like, yeah, you decided to play defense and defend that existing corporate territory instead of advancing your mission, where in my head, offense, baby, you decided to play defense instead of playing offense, which is what you said you were here to do. We were here to innovate. Innovate's all about offense, baby, in my opinion. That's where that's where I'm like, this is the, I'm, I'm excited. I don't know if you can tell. All right, so here is the lesson in this. Keep in mind, I'm really close to tattooing this lesson on my body. Somewhere, I have no tattoos currently, but I might have this one because it's important. Real, true innovators play offense. Yeah, that deserves a stinger. Uh-huh. And on Twitter, I used a uh, Tony Stark Iron Man gif where he's standing there and then the mountains explode behind him. Like, like how appropriate. Tony Stark, fictional character, innovator. Could you imagine Tony Stark looking at a problem being like, I don't know, Stark Industries, like, what, you know, are we going to give away too much IP if we blah, blah, blah with that? No, he would never freaking say that. So I know what some of you sports fans are out there saying. They're like, hey, you know, right? Like, you're saying true innovators play offense, right, Jimmy? And I'm like, yep. And people love to quote this especially around like football and basketball seasons for some reason. Offense wins games, but defense wins championships. You know who says that? People who play defense. But here's what I think. Offense wins games, and winning games wins championships. I had that one ready. So take that. And also, defense kills innovation. I've already displayed that. So... Bottom line, look for these people in your organization. I, I guess for, first and foremost, recognize when you have the opportunity and the resources to innovate. And if you don't, you've made a choice not to do it. You are not living up to your mantra, your vision statement, whatever the hell your business stands for. If you plant a flag somewhere and say, we stand for this, and when this situation shows up, we ring the bell, we get on the fire truck, and we fight this fire, this is our hill to die on. If that's what you've said, when the, when the grass is green and the skies are blue and you're like, yes, if the dark clouds ever show up, we will. This is our thing. And you don't do it. Take off that I'm an innovator shirt. Take it off because you're not. You chose not to be an innovator. All right, I'll stop playing with the buttons eventually. Um, but 
ultimately like recognize that because that is a top-down problem that you have to solve if you run an organization or you're making decisions for any team top down now bottom up i would say look for the yes and people and people in acting and improv are going to recognize that and be like "Ooh, yeah at yes and yes and look for the yes and people be a yes and people yes and people it's the it's the only rule in um in improv which is you take something that someone else is given or thrown your way and you yes i am a, that is that is acknowledged and and you can spin it in a different direction but if you say no but what if or yeah but what if this happens or if you're looking for problems for every solution that kind of person if if i got that kind of person on my team i get off that team we ain't gonna win we're never gonna win and if that person's in charge i not only leave the team i leave the league i don't want to be anywhere near that cancer i want to know which one of you people are innovators put it in the comments just say i'm an innovator team innovator or if you are team downer team i don't you, team defense, like you're stopping innovation. You're playing, you're actively playing goaltender against innovation. I'm only on one espresso, I swear to God. So in closing, I'd rather fail. I would rather fail miserably in trying to innovate with the yes and people all day, all day. I'll take L's all the way to my grave with the yes and people, then play it safe with the yeah, but what, what ifs. Yeah, but what if, why don't we, why don't we dumb it down? Why don't we play it safer? I'll be over here playing offense. I made a t-shirt. I put it on my website already. It says innovators play offense. Cause I, I like, yeah, I made it to sell a couple t-shirts, but I really made it. Cause I'm going to buy one of these t-shirts because I want to be reminded of where we can fail myself included. I want to make sure I recognize, like I, I get to situations where I make decisions and I might make a decision to not engage and not innovate. And we need to be reminded of this all day long. Last thing I'll close with is uh, don't be, don't create a Frankenstein. I use this term uh, when, when putting together creative projects and he, and, and here I could do a whole episode on this, but I'll just give you the quick and dirty version. <clears throat> you bring someone an idea or what I call an idea part. It's like 87% of an idea. You're just like, I think I got a thing here. I don't know what it is. You kind of show it to the group and everybody's like, they kind of take that breath. Like, yeah, this is something we don't, we don't know what this is, but let's, let's poke. Yes. Let's yes. And this to see where this could go. So the yes and people can take an idea part, 87% of an idea, and they can make it an idea. They can make it a freaking great idea. Trust me, a lot of the ideas you know and love today, products, brands, things, started off as idea parts, and people poked and looked and sniffed and licked it and smelled it and figured it out and made the idea part, 87% of an idea, 100% of a legitimate idea that has now gone on to be a staple in your life. Trust me, those ideas started out as, eh, I don't know, those ideas could have been killed by a yeah, but what if person. Those ideas could have been buried long before they ever got to your eyes or ears or lives by the yeah, but what if person. And, and here's the kicker. Here's how it happens. It happens like a Frankenstein, okay? So a Frankenstein is when you put an idea part in front of a group and they decide to play it safe. Yeah, but what if, and let's play def defense and let's make sure this doesn't hurt us. They take the idea and they water it down a little bit. They make it safer. And by making it safer, they do not make it better. They don't make it neutral. They make it worse. So they change out this edgy part for, uh, for a smoother part. But part of the brilliance of that idea part was, was actually the edge. It was the edge. 
they change that, they change this. It's creativity by committee. And by the time that idea part gets out of that room, it is a Frankenstein. It walks like a man. It talks like a man. It looks like a man, but it's not a man. It is a Frankenstein. This can be done with a podcast idea. This can be done with a social media platform. This can be done with a set of headphones. This can be done with anything, product services, food. I think the easiest analogy is food. Like if you did cooking by committee and you had nine people in there and they were just like, I think it needs more salt, but you're the freaking chef. You were the person who brought this idea and understands this idea part the best. And you're like, dude, not salt. The actual thing about this dish is it isn't salty. I don't know. I don't cook, but like that. And then you compromise and you put salt in it and you did well, well, you put too much salt. I think to balance that, let's put more pepper in it. And next thing you know, that thing does, that thing sucks. No one wants to eat that. No one wants to eat that. That's a turd that doesn't get ordered. That sits in the middle of a table. You can't give that idea or that dish away for free. So watch out for Frankenstein's don't compromise. And I will close. Oh, I'm going to buy this t-shirt today. I'm going to wear it on live streams for the future. I need this reminder. Do not back down as an innovator. Lean in. Do not play defense. Maybe, ooh, all right. So innovators play offense is a cool t-shirt. I like pull, innovators pull the goalie in the first period. No defense. We are all offense. All gas, no break. We're going to have a whole t-shirt line for innovators. All right. If you dug this, I just need to know that this kind of rant at 8.45 in the morning is something you want me to do more of. I can keep these thoughts to myself. I can. Or I could let them loose. Okay? I want to know what you want. Drop in the comments of a live stream when you get this on the pod. DM me. Just say, dude, heard your rant. Innovators play offense. Just let me know you heard it. All right? I'll keep putting this stuff out. Otherwise, I'm going to drink espressos by myself. And I'll just keep talking to myself. Thank you for letting me get this off my uh, my chest. Uh, one more. Hell yeah. Go have a great kick-ass Friday, guys. You're awesome. Thanks for letting me rant. Like what you hear? Tell a friend or leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. The show today is brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology, as well as a neurologic OT fellowship, a competitive OMPT fellowship, and a speech therapy clinical fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. PTPintCast.com. Created by Build PT. Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting. Providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at BuildPT.com. 
The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.